Hey everyone, it is April 18th, 2019, and welcome to another Brooklyn Baritone Podcast. your first time. I am, of course, Corey Ashley, and this is a weekly episode of a Brooklyn Baritone podcast, where we go, I discuss many things dealing with life, quality of life, development, whether it's personal, spiritual, professional, all these things that make up who we are. And I try to hopefully spark something to make you better realize things about yourself and about things and everyone around you. This week's topic, I'm going over communal mindset. It's always important to have the proper get up and go and drive to build yourself up, to find out what you're really good at, what your strengths are, to always strive to learn, never stop learning, never stop building. That is a best way that you can possibly be effective, not just for yourself, but for anyone and everyone that you encounter in life. So each day, each opportunity is one step closer for you reaching a goal, for you just attaining something, whether it's knowledge-wise, resource-wise, or whatever the case may be. So at that point where someone interacts with you, you are your best you. But it also goes further than just developing you, because when you're truly and effectively growing yourself to be your best you, you will ultimately influence other people around you. So that easily translates into having a more communal mindset. And that's where a lot of us fall short. Now, majority of people basically want the best for everyone else. People don't really want to see people suffering. People do wish people, you know, good fortune, uh, success, happiness, good family, good health. But we actually have to be more proactive in doing this. And the, the way I usually see it is that this socioeconomic structure of wake up, go get a job, kind of uh, get stressed on their bills, not getting paid as much, even though in this country, in America, we are richer than so many um, other people in this world. Uh, So many people would gladly uh, trade places with us, no matter how good we think that we may have it. uh, There's people who would take just a third of what we own or what we do in a heartbeat. So we've kind of gotten complacent and, you know, wanting more and trying to get more where that unfortunately replaces having compassion for other people where you're so tied up in getting ahead for yourself, paying your bills or being swamped. You feel financially, uh, you, you may not have enough room for anybody else, even though you probably may give or help whenever uh, the situation arises, but we could be and should be doing more because there's a lot of people who need genuine care 
people who need genuine help, people who are homeless, people who need better uh, structure and resources for their families, for themselves. But when you strengthen the individual, the community is going to grow. It's just automatic, like law of physics. And I, I do pretty much beseech everyone to um, look at what's going on in the community. Because, as you know, I, I follow, I, I follow, I have a relationship with the creator, the Elohim, you know, the God of Moses and Abraham. So I understand it's not just about going to, you know, church, going to an organized building, even though that's very important. It's having a relationship with him. And when you have that relationship with him, you understand that there's certain rules and certain ways how life is supposed to be. And everyone's going to benefit from everyone actually pitching in to help each other. That's how it's really supposed to be. That's really what life is supposed to be about, even though that's the reason why we may get up every morning and go to work to get money to provide for ourselves and hopefully help other people around us. But the value of money and the pursuit of money and the weight of bills and everything, like I said before, it, it replaced that, that compassion that we're supposed to have. Now, when I was talking about, you know, the understanding of faiths, uh, but many people scrutinize churches, unfortunately, because of the bad press. And I will definitely blame the media and also the people who take the media's word at that, because those probably those same people are not going to take the media's word for every single thing. So a lot of people feel that church people um, just don't have it all together. That's why they don't um, subscribe to that way of thought, a way of life. And we usually see the preachers that are rolling up in the in the Benzes or the Bentleys and the super big mega churches and stuff. I understand they're out there, but I, I could probably say, you know, I'm, don't, don't hold me to this. I'm not being uh, accurate. So I don't have any sources cited for this, but I could easily say you could find for every one uh, undesirable, pastor or even congregation you can easily find at least 50 other pastors and congregations that are about that life to help people that are actually building people up uh, you know they have a lot of food pantries here in the, in the city there are plenty of food pantries and i know people will probably beg to differ that you know these are probably subsidized programs or the church probably gets some kind of write-off or whatever whatever the case is but the fact is they're doing it and they're doing it where people don't have to be a member of that congregation or give any kind of offerings to that congregation or even, uh, you know, pay for this, these services. And we know there are people who are hungry, so you can't get past it. When we, when we get down to it, leave all the other political or, or opinions or whatever nuances that you feel why certain churches may do things for their benefit. The fact is that they're doing it um, because... Yeah, you're not doing it. And I'm not throwing this at anybody else who's, or just any person who's listening. Uh, there's so many people who sit on the side, like the peanut gallery, and they say so many things about what's wrong with the church and what's wrong with society and what we, we need to do, what they need to do. But these are probably the same voices that don't really get up and do anything or probably have not done anything for anyone else, really. He might have, you know, given a dollar a year to a homeless person or someone who was panhandling, but the, that doesn't constitute it actually helping people. 
You know, uh, you I would say look at community churches first because usually more than likely they will have some sort of uh, programs that they do that they get very engrossed with, with the community, with outreaching, with people, you know, and not necessarily just to get people to come to church, even though that is the goal to really get people to understand where they come from and the creator. But it's just knowing that, okay, let's get some sort of resource together, organize it and get some food together. Let's give them some clothes, have a drive, you know, or, or, or a lot of churches, uh, they, they sponsor shelters for different people, men, women, um, young girls, pregnant girls all over the place. And the unfortunate part is media, social media included, doesn't really highlight that, you know? So people were quick to say, y'all people, especially my fellow uh, people of color, you know, uh, so many downgraded things were, I hear is like, well, y'all following the slave master's religion. Well, that's, you have to do some real digging in history to really understand that that is false. And just because you feel comfortable with that doesn't mean it's truth. And you have to realize where religion really came from and where it really started. It's not what you think it is, but when you dig, when you really want the truth, you dig for it. And when it's time for you to really understand, then you'll understand. But again, going back to the communal mindset, I'll say, look at churches, but it's not just churches as well. There are many other organizations that are not affiliated with churches or religion or faith that help people. There are plenty of things you could get into yourself. At least, you know, there are established organizations you can get into and give your time, not just give money. You know, it, it's, it's money is valuable, but again, the socioeconomic structure has us thinking that uh, money, unfortunately, uh, replaces or we could substitute money for actual human value. And that's, that's never, ever, ever going to be the case. No matter how much billionaires are out there in the world or how much people are trying to get their house and their home and everything, you could get those things, but you can never replace the value of human presence, especially when it's genuine and especially when they're focused on, on doing things positive for people. So you, the best thing you can actually give is time. Money is valuable because you can get, gain other resources too, but it's, it's valuable for the people who are receiving it. But it's, I believe even more valuable for people who are giving it because what it does now, it exposes you to many more things that are just outside of your scope of understanding things. It's, it's, it's a process where it reciprocates growth. On one end, there's someone who's definitely willing to receive your help and will be very grateful for every bit that they get because more than likely it will be someone less fortunate if it's like, you know, again, a recipient of an organized uh, event or, or communal organized um, event or party or whatever. It's usually because there's a need that people, you know, have out there and these groups are looking to fulfill that need. But if you become a part of that and understand the core, um, the core belief and then the, and the core reason behind it, you will find there's so much more in giving 
of yourself and your time and understanding what other people are going through. And it opens your mind up more to be more humble uh, and also to be very grateful for what you have. Because you never know if you may need help. And there are people and resources there that are there, should you be able to find it, that can help you out. <sighs> yes, money is important. I'm always going to talk about that nothing is ever going to replace the value in people. And unfortunately, in workplaces, we don't have that. Even in homes, we don't have that. You know, we don't even take the time a lot to even like uh, correspond with each other. So it's going to be really hard for regular people out there in society to correspond with a person that they have. They don't know at all. They don't know this person from Adam. We kind of have to get our heads out of the sand with that right there. So I, I would definitely say volunteer time because I don't do it all the time, but I have volunteered and it wasn't anything, you know, earth shattering because it's not like I went to a war torn country or a place that was greatly affected by a natural disaster. But to simply go into a soup kitchen and or being involved with, you know, putting out food or clothes or anything like that, uh, just to know you're helping people. And not expect anything back or not doing it for any kind of recognition. I mean, it's cool if you, you know, let people know. But the, the, the best type of help is the, the help that um comes from the heart, that's genuine. And, you know, don't even let people really know too tough like that. Because I've posted pictures when I went to the soup kitchen um, just to show us you and stuff as a family. But I haven't shown, you know, pic taking pictures like that, like every time that we went. We've, we've gone a good amount of times. Uh, as, as a family and you know it's the least that we could do and it doesn't have to just be like a soup kitchen or even a clothes drive a food drive heck you could even just look around your community um you want to call it menial but it's called being responsible where you may see trash on on your your, your block or your area your community and you could just opt to pick it up you know it might be a lot of trash but just do it one time at least. This is at least you know you said to yourself, I did it one time because everyone, a lot of people get tired of looking at trash. So who's going to do something about it? This is something I know I've talked about myself to myself to do it. I, I haven't done it yet, you know, but have that mindset of, you know, what possibly you can do to help improve something. You know, or even us outreach to someone, even just talk to one of your neighbors, see how they're doing, check on the welfare of them. You know, don't just let, you know, your bills or your personal ambitions get in the way of you helping someone because people need help. People need companionship. You know, there's people out there who, who just need it. And, and I, I really shudder at the fact that if someone's not doing good, you know, it's just not my problem. Or if someone's not doing good or they're at a low point in life, well, you know, they got to get themselves together. And that's a terrible way to think. Yeah, there are people who are irresponsible. And there are people who just get themselves into messes where it's, it, it's a wise thing for you to not get involved. But that's not the case with every single person out there. And everybody out there, no matter how tough they are, no matter how much they've made it, Everyone needs, everyone needs love, man. Everyone needs compassion. Everyone needs someone to just at least give them a helping hand or 
friendly company or even to smile or just something as simple as holding the door open for people. Because we're very stressed. It's crazy out here. So much terrible and wicked things are happening. So much people got uh, worries and doubts and fears where, you know, you have a little hope, a little bit of happiness and people are not with that. You know, people look at that as weakness. And I'm like, that's terrible. If we really, really look at the state of things that, you know, it's it's frowned upon to look always be happy. Or I've heard the term, you know, you're too friendly. That shouldn't even be a problem. Now, I understand that people will take advantage, but the person who's, you know, quote unquote, too friendly shouldn't have to change. And what does that say about the rest of us that we are willing to accept the person who's going to abuse or or take advantage of someone who's very friendly? We're quicker to jump down the throat of the person who's very friendly. What does that say about us? What does that say about what we have accepted as a way of life? Then you could easily see it's no wonder why things are the way they are, why people are miserable, because we accept misery. We accept misery. We write it off. You know, we rather just squash the super optimistic and kind of give the pessimist a pass because we don't want to deal with that negative energy and vibe or a possible confrontation. But we have to really rethink of how we move, what our priorities are. We could say it. We could probably want to do it. But if we're not making moves to get past ourselves, to even build ourselves up, to get to the point where we can help people better, you know, we're never going to be going to get forward with a lot of things. We're not really going to be able to unleash blessings because it is a blessing for you to give your time to people, for you to share knowledge with people, to, to, to share experiences, to share something that'll make someone else's life a bit better. Even if it's just one time, you need to just do it. You know, it, it's, it, that's why it warms people's hearts. But anyways, I think I've gone on long enough. I don't want to stretch it out anymore. I just wanted to just kind of touch on that because I do know people around me as well that do do a lot of outreach um, programs. And it's a good thing to know people like that. And it's a good thing to even have the uh, capacity to be able to just know a group and join a group or a person. But again, I, I, I it'll behoove you to get out your box, out your comfort zone, out, uh, out of, you know, your, your four walls, either physically or mentally, and go out there and, and, and enjoy life, engage with other people, see what else is needed out there. It's easy to sit on the sidelines and spew out opinions or what we should do or, should, or we shouldn't do. Well, what are you actually doing to make a difference in the world? What are you actually doing other than being negative to actually help not give advice being snarky help help people be communal because this is supposed to be dominion not domination dominion means that we have responsibility over everything and everyone we survey we're all kings and queens meant to take care of each other and ourselves well, that's about it. This is Corey Ashley signing off. 
Thank you for listening and keep your ears peeled for weekly podcast episode drops. I love you all guys. Be blessed.